Hello, my name's Connor, and in October of 2021, I got diagnosed with diabetes. And hopefully, by recording, by doing this podcast, it's going to help me, and maybe it can help someone else as well. Who knows? Why don't you start by telling me what type of diabetes you have? I got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, and previous Lee or previous to that day I didn't really know anything about diabetes I thought you got diabetes when you were fat and had a terrible lifestyle for many years that's what I thought I'd heard of diabetes I've heard of um in America people are unable to pay for insulin because it's so expensive over there and that was related to diabetes in some way but I had no idea about any any of it. So what was your th- first thought when they said you've got type 1 diabetes? So I'll, t- I'll tell you the story of, of what happened. I was 27 at the time, still am, um, and I'd, I'd, I wouldn't describe my diet as great wouldn't even describe it as good. I'd, I'd call it fine, um, not bad, but I wasn't overweight. Could do better. Could do better is is the medical term for my for my diet. But I wasn't overweight. I could move about, uh, move around. I wasn't overly active, but I I was going on the weight. I'm, I'm quite tall. I was only about fifteen stone or thereabouts, and then. I started to lose weight all all through 2021 and I dropped down to 13 stone and I was on I was going lower and I I do you know what that wasn't even a red flag for me at all like I just thought cool like <laughs> I don't Buzzing. know what, I, I don't know what I thought I just yeah, we were going through a pandemic still are yeah. so there's all that pandemic fatigue and stress well, I I just thought, I guess this is my body's amazing and doing doing really well. It's just dealing with this, all the crap that I'm throwing at throwing at it anyway. So that happened. I was, I didn't have much energy, and I found out that might also have been to do with the diabetes. But low energy is, I don't know. I I I I don't think it's a very good sign of things because you can have low mood, low energy, be sluggish for a variety of of reasons that aren't diabetes related. So the weight loss should have been a key, but wasn't. The real key, and this is a stupid one, I was going to the loo a lot. Like it was it was waking it was waking me up at night to go to the toilet for a quick wee. How many times in the night? I don't know. I, not enough for it to be a red flag, I guess. Yeah, but I, like just, every hour, I guess just generally through the day and then at night, having to get out of bed and actually waking up from sleep and having to go rather than just sleeping through the night and and doing it in the morning. That was a red flag, sort of, <laughs> because I wasn't. I just thought. <laughs> I I just accepted it. I just assumed this is this is how it is now from 27. You just go to the loo a lot. All downhill. 
that it's all downhill from here. But my girlfriend, who's a med medical student, final year, said, Connie, you might want to go get that checked. It might be diabetes. And I said, huh, okay. Like, I, I, to me, diabetes was, you know, something that you got when you were older. And if you were very unhealthy, and I, I view myself as sort of this fit, late 20s, not, not fit, fit, but... I, I felt like I could still walk up a hill. Do you know? I don't know what the <laughs> yeah, just walk up a hill. I don't know what the scale is, right. but I didn't think I was at the diabetes end of it. Right. So anyway, I rang the doctors for a blood test, and a month later, they cancelled the first one because of lack of blood vials. Because oh yeah, I forgot that happened. Huge vial shortage, probably due to the pandemic. Um. And so a month later, basically, at the start of October, I think the 7th of October, I went in for my blood test. I think it was, you know, middle of the day type thing. And she took the blood and said, yeah, you'll probably hear from us in a week or or something like that. I thought that were pretty standard or whatever. And then I went went about my day when... Do you know what? I was I was talking to Nathan that night. I went down to see his band... And I was laughing about it. I was like, might have got might have got diabetes, <laughs> LOL. Yeah, I remember you joking about it a well, lot I, all well, the time. I, di- I just didn't, I just assumed I wouldn't be getting it. But there must have been something concerning there that you actually went for the blood test. It was, it was my girlfriend that, that made me. I, I just didn't see it as a big deal to go and get it checked. And if it was, if something was wrong, that would catch it perhaps. Anyway, so that was, I think, on the Thursday. On the Friday, I got a call from the doctors saying, could I come in to the doctors, which has never happened before. A doctor has never called a patient. How did you feel at that point? don't know. Just still didn't really know. Um, thought it might be something. I was still sort of unbelievable. You know, I say unbelievable, but I guess very believable. Well, here end. we are. Here we are. Yeah. So I went into the doctor's about 12 o'clock or whatever and the the doctor said, we've got your blood test from yesterday and it looks like you've got diabetes. And I said, okay. Because I didn't know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what that means. Yeah. And she, she said... <laughs> I'm not laughing about the diabetes. But you, do you know what though? You just don't know. Like I, I bet everybody has heard about it in their peripheral but unless you have it or someone very close to you has it you know <clears throat> there's there's no reason for you to know anyway so i went into the doctors they said you've got you've probably got diabetes um can can you go up to the hospital oh wow immediately um, can you get up there today and this was this was about 12 or <clears throat> sorry this was about 12 or 1 o'clock, and I said, yes. Hey, casually. <laughs> yes, we can We can do that, and I, I ran home. <laughs> I went home, and I said to my mum, and, well, I said to my mum, just been to the doctors, probably got diabetes. Can we, do you want to come to the hospital with me? Can, yeah. Can Dave, can Dave take us up to the hospital? We're about to do a big sigh there. <laughs> my my well, mum did. It's quite a. It's 
it's stressful. Like well, you've been on a journey with this, so well, do I, all the size you need. No, I, but I weren't. I weren't really rating it at this point. You know, like I wasn't. I didn't. I still didn't know what diabetes was or what or anything about any of it. So, so Dave takes us up to the hospital, and me and my mum go in, and yeah, so it's getting to be about three or half three at this point and we go in and we're sat in one of those little warm rooms doctor's offices things with the bed in there and the woman says yeah the the nurse the diabetes nurse says yeah you it looks like you've got type 1 diabetes and I was like oh okay then because at this point I, I still don't know and I'm I'm assuming I'll just cut out sugar I think all through this I knew I, I sort of thought if if I do have diabetes, that'll be fine. I'll stop eating sweets for a while. It'll knock itself off and then life will go on. But that wasn't the case. She said type 1, said you've got type 1 diabetes, which is hereditary. Oh. So you're meant to have inherited it through, through parents or, or someone. It's nothing to do with your diet and the foods you've eaten. So I was like, I was sort of, that was, that was good news. Cause I, I sort of felt like if I had done it to myself, I'd feel bad that, you know, I'd like done that to myself. So I was happy about that. And I did ask that a bunch of times. I said, so is it definitely nothing? Is there anything I could have done to prevent it? And she said, no, it's a lottery. Some, some babies are born with it. Some it turns oh, wow. up when they're like five years old and they're going, you know, they've got it all through school and for the rest of their lives. Some people it only turns up when they're 60. It's completely, they, they don't know. And I said, okay. And then she, she brought out the big guns and she was like, so we're going to, so to treat it, you've got to inject yourself with insulin. And I I hate needles. I I don't do spiders and I don't do needles. I when I remember at school when we had to have jabs and all that stuff. I had them done at the doctors. Oh really? Like the the we you know like on a different day because I couldn't deal with that. Mm. You know, probably That's fair enough. Probably a very spoiled child. <laughs> fair enough couldn't do deal with all those kids hitting each other in the arms you know so yes i'm not a huge fan of needles so i i i sort of broke down at this at this point i i was like i was really warm Did it hit you then yeah it, it hit me when she sort of told me not suggested told me that i'd be injecting insulin into me for the rest of my life yeah like with needles and i was like what so it, it was two. It was two things really. It was this this um, I don't know what to call it a realization or a, an awareness that I now had a lifelong disease condition. Don't know what you call it. Um, <laughs> that that I've just got for the rest of my life. Like all my conditions up until now have been either <sighs> they've they've all been things. It's a stupid. This is a stupid bar to to rate them against, but they've all been conditions or things where, if there was a zombie apocalypse, they'd either subside or you deal with them. Like 
you could do that. And now, unfortunately, if there's a zombie apocalypse and I don't have insulin, I I die. Not die, so but I deteriorate. Yeah. Well, actually, I did see one of those prepping programs to to diverge a second. He was building an underground um, storage area to like keep the to keep the insulin cold because oh, wow. his wife had it um, diabetes. So. Okay, so you know there's options. So there are there options. options. <laughs> so that that was number one that I wasn't this healthy person. <laughs> So that that flipped that view upside down. And then the second one was the fact that I had to inject myself like twice a day, morning and night. And then every time I ate food. It doesn't matter what you eat, you have to. So it's for carbohydrates and sugars. Okay. Which are basically the same. So, so breads, anything, all the food I ate, chocolate, bread, Chocolate bread, all the <laughs> chocolate and bread. Anything, anything breaded, you know, all those, all those good foods. Pizza. So, what about your Pepsi? This, this was one thing I asked because you drink a lot of Pepsi, don't I, you? I, I said through through tears, of course. What, what about what about all the Pepsi that I drink? I said, <laughs> I, I said, I drink a lot of Pepsi Max. What, what about that? And she said. That's okay," she said. "If it oh, was," really? she said, "if it was regular Pepsi, I'd I'd be telling you to switch to to Max." And I was like, "Oh, okay, then some some good news." So so yeah, I guess that was that was it. And then from that that day on, I was diabetic or type one diabetic. Has it made you eat healthier? It did for the first week. I tell you what, let me let me summarize what I think type 1 diabetes is. Then we'll cut this off and we'll do a next episode or episode 2 going from that day onwards. Okay. Cuz that'll be it. So, type 1 diabetes, as I was told it in my body, in hopefully everybody's body really, you've got a pancreas whose job it is to produce insulin. And what that insulin does is unlock the energy or the the glucose in in sugary foods and carbohydrates and sugars. Without this insulin, which is what's happened in my body, the pancreas has stopped producing this insulin. Without this insulin, the cells aren't getting energy. And what's happening is the sugars are building up in my blood. That results in high blood sugar or hyperglycemia. What I need to do artificially is add insulin through the injections so my body can make use of those sugars that I'm putting into it and turn those to energy. But the trouble is me injecting insulin is not its not as surgical as the body doing it itself. So I'm at risk of not injecting enough, injecting it at the wrong time, or the worst thing, injecting too much and having a low blood sugar and that sort of thing puts you in hospital instantly. The high blood sugar um, won't put you in hospital instantly over a long period of time. You'll notice deterioration in your feet and eyes and other parts of your body. But if I inject too much insulin, too much of the medicine, I'll 
I'll basically get lightheaded and pass out. But but that's type 1. I actually don't know anything about type 2 diabetes. That's fair enough. You know the one that, that you have. I just about I just about know the one that I have. It's um, really interesting to hear because I don't know much about it. The only things I've heard are like that you can I knew that it was hereditary or I knew that you could get it from your diet over the long term. And I'd heard the thing about you can lose a foot. From yeah. It. The foot, I'd heard the foot thing. If you don't get it sorted, you're at risk of that sort of thing. You're, you're at risk of the foot, losing the foot because of the high blood sugar. I will say now, now that I'm taking insulin and my blood sugars are normal or, you know, as normal as they can be, I'm at no higher of a risk of of anything like that i'm no higher a risk than you are of so you don't have to get that like regularly checked up or anything so we'll do this in the next one but yeah they keep an eye on you okay they keep an eye on you okay so i guess that's that's 20 minutes or so so let's let's wrap up there and okay then that's we'll t- been interesting to hear about that because well i don't know about it and it's, i know that it's been a big impact on your life over the last few months well i i do you know what one other thing I found out, the only person that it's really interesting to is me. <laughs> Everyone else just, oh, cool. No, I think it's genuinely it's, interesting. I, and it is I interesting think, to I other people. I think it is because it's it's literally changed my life. <laughs> I, can't, I can't eat without setting a timer and everything and all this crap. So it's it's been very interesting for me. But And I, tr- and I do try to bring it up in any way I can to... You know, it's like a quirk. I think it has made me a more interesting person, but... It's giving you <laughs> your personality trait. Part of it. But, yeah, it, I have to realise it's more interesting for me than it is other people. Same as a, a newborn baby or anything like that. More interesting for the parents than anyone else. Yeah. No one else cares. Okay, so that was episode one, or at least the first instalment. Um, I guess in episode two, we'll take it from day number two of of diabetes that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense of diabetes diagnosis